Whenever we said in this work, the Mishnah to get his bottle, that terminology, when we pass in all these cases, we had so far cases of a get, it's not good, and we said it gets bottle, or any get, or any regressus, right? Those scenarios, for example, let's say, for example, um, um, uh, there, there's no Edim, or the Edim or Psalm, whatever it is, Harazi get bottle, that terminology is in bottle. The application of this halacha of get bottle means that she's, com- she's completely still a married woman in all respects. And therefore, she has no right to get remarried. Then this is she remarries somebody else. Tati, she must leave that second husband. Why must she leave the second husband? She must leave her second husband. Uh, excuse me. She must leave her first husband. Excuse me. The point is that she cannot be married to her first husband because once a married woman is with another man, she loses her her right. Her her, her uh, sorry. Tati from her second husband because when a married woman is with, with with another man, regardless of the circumstances, she now becomes forbidden on that second man forever. Exactly. And that's how married she is. And, and, and therefore, and that get bottle. One second. One second. He's a he's a he's a lady or soul. Don't forget. And if she, if she has a child with that second husband, the child's a mamzer, she's a mamish married woman. So that's one example. We say get bottle, the application of it. Let's give a new example of this cloud of get bottle. Now, I'm asking what? in this case, yeah. if, if the first husband that the get was bottled and she went, she lived with somebody else. Thinking she's divorced. Thinking she's divorced. Yeah. Is she allowed to go back to him to stop <coughs> that he's a client? Oh, so now the first husband, what's her doing with him, the first husband? Yeah, I'm asking So the first, the first husband, uh, the Ram does not tell us over here, what, in this case, what's the halacha with her and her first husband? He's going to say in future cases, yeah, how that works. Okay. But basically it would turn out that uh, if he's a client or if, she, if since it was a shaygeek, Right, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was yeah. uh, not, not amazing. If she's a, but she wants, she lives if she's a, if she's a shaygig, so she can go back to her first husband if he's a kain or if it's lady Yisrael. If he's a kain, then she comes, she becomes a zayna, and she comes also on her husband. Yeah, that's that's not a good point, right? But, but again, the Ram over here is not describing what happens with her first husband because that's a question about what happens when a woman, a woman who's 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 uh, still married who doesn't realize what happened with her first husband. Over here, he's trying to tell us how strong the din is, is that okay. she's mamish. She's mamish still married. She's 100% married. The kid from the second husband is a mamzer. She's, a husband still, she's 100% still married to the first husband. She's also on the second husband. Right? And, and another example is, let's say this, 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 this husband who's a kayin gives his wife a get, and divorces her, sends her out of the house with a get in her hand, and then an hour later changes his mind. And the, 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 the circumstance is such with the get is bottle. She's not even also on her first husband as a divorcee. He's being remarried. She's not a woman who left the house with a piece of paper in her hand and come back inside the house to be with her first husband. In other words, it has no, there's, there's nothing about this get that is that is that is get like. That's why that's what the term get bottle means, or ain't a get right, or ain't a regression, right? Good. Chutz, here's an exception. Here's an exception where we say that it's taka get bottle hundred percent, and if she gets remarried, the kids are mamzer, etc. However. She does become usher on her husband if he's a koyin, which hamagar is ishtei a person gives his wife a get, and it's a it's a kosher get. And he tells her, at megresh many you divorce from me, the ain at mutas lekoyel, but not muta to anybody else. She afal pisha ain a get, even though it's hundred percent not a get, and she's a completely a, 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 a married woman. He's a psulam the kohen midervein. That get has the ability midarabonam, simply understood rabbinically, right, to passel her from marrying a koyin. Right, and so from that, when, uh, even uh, and even though her husband dies uh, 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 the next day, she's considered even though she's an Amman, can marry a kain, a widow. No, she cannot marry a kain in the rabbanon. Or if the first husband's a kain, let's say he can't, she can't go back to him. Shenemar, the pasuk says, 
By a Kayan, right, it describes the things of the din of Kona, the Isha Grusha Mi Isha, a woman divorced from her husband. And the Tzedem is that if she's divorced from her husband, even though she's not able to marry some other person, this unique, strange kind of get has the Kayach the Pasler from Kona. It's a Rem, it's, 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 it's a Smachta. The truth is, people want to understand that, that actually the Raman would say she's Pasler from Midrvayan, means she's Pasler from but it's just Darshan on the Psukim. That's what the Raman means. And they're saying that based on the Sefer Mitzvahs. Okay. Yeah, so far so good? Yeah. Amr Chachamim, the Chachamim say, oh, so they explain this concept. Even though she hasn't been divorced from her husband, excuse me, she's been only only divorced from her husband, but not permitted to other people, which is an oxymoron, right? Usually, divorced from her husband, but to other people. But even though this, that's what that's what happened, even though she's not she's not been given the permission to marry whoever she wants, but she has been divorced from her husband, so to speak, in this context, that makes her also on a kohen. That's what the pasuk's hinting to us when it says isha grusha misha. To include in the case, even that case, this is the terminology famous in Hirshal the the schmeck of a get. That's not mamash a get. It smells like a get, right? It's not the actual thing. Apostles are from, from a corner. Okay, so that's the difference between we had this terminology a few times, right? Get apostle versus get bottle. That's the difference. Base. Now that I'm going to explain the other terminology. Yeah. But it's clear that if the get was bottle and she was Mrs. Laacher. She cannot go, she has to take him from the Akhar, fine, I get that, and the blood's a mamzer. But she cannot go back to her first husband if he's a Kayan. So now, oh, now, so the dinim of her with her first husband, right? That would that, that would be relevant. That's that's a that's yeah. The pastor should write base. Yeah, she got bottle every time we say in this work the get is possible. Excuse me, I said bottle. Yeah, how is it possible? Did we say from Bilvan? It's only possible that I bought him. May I tell you, it's a get. The Chachamim were stringent and they disqualified it. He happened to have laid that out before also. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, really? I'm trying to remember. He's saying it because it's relevant to... Yeah. Here he's more, even more expansive. Yeah. And therefore, even though Chachamim said the get is disqualified... She is she is Osir Minatera to marry a Kayin from now on. So this so so the the guy gives her this get, the get is possible. The next day he dies. So we say so we say she can't marry a Kayin. Why why can't she marry a Kayin? The Khil gets possible? Because Matera gets kosher. Therefore she can't marry a Kayin. And when she gets this get, she should not get married. Why? Because even though Matera is a get, the Khum passled it. In this if she does get married, we don't force her to get divorced. From the second husband, the child's kosher. Since it's only the rabbanon, and the chum didn't want to enforce it In the event she got she got married and she and she, uh, and she uh, had a child, we don't want to pass the kid, make him a mamzer. We don't want to make her us and her husband. So that that the, so the extent of the psul is that we say you have to do it again before she gets remarried. If she goes and gets remarried with this get, that's kosher and she let her stay married. Let the kid be kosher. I mean, and however, even though she's been remarried. She's not allowed to remarry him if he's a Kayan. Again, the term get possible means that it's a get kosher. The Chum disqualified it. Right, because it's a get. Therefore, she's a divorcee. She can never marry a Kayan. Even though the Chum disqualified the get, they disqualified the Chumra. Because the first get is possible to Rabbanon, the Chum required him to write another get, the kosher one this time, not possible, and he gives it to her, while she's still married. Not only do you have to give, re-give the get if she has not gotten remarried, even if she has gotten remarried, and even if she has kids, 
we make him re-give the get. We're not going to say, oh, that means the first get was no good, so the first child they had is a mamzer. No, we're not worried people say that. People will realize what's going on over here. She stays with her husband. It's a chiv that I to make the get in the best possible way. That shouldn't be possible. What's it possible, right? Let's say the first husband is nowhere to be found. And the second husband is very firm and says, you know what, because this woman I married, because this, this person I married is got a get that's possible. So even though Menachem she got a good get, but with the Rabbanon, she requires a second get. It's not an option. I'm therefore going to divorce her, even though I'm not a chuyivdu. It's very praiseworthy. As long as there's no kids. If she has kids already, don't divorce your wife. Be so from just because the get is possible with Rabbanon. People will say the child's a mamzer. He's not a mamzer. Exactly, not a mamzer. He's, he's, he's such a kosher child. So in that case, don't not so as if from right. Gimel. Whenever we say it's a suffocation, or she's suffocating, it's a doubt if she's divorced. She should not get married because that means it's a suffocation. It's a question is it get kosher matera or possible matera? Unless we clarify suffix that are born, right? They should, therefore, she should not get remarried because she might be an anxious ish. Well, even if say, so she does get married, they say she must leave because she might be an anxious ish with, with another man and yet has to be, uh, there has to be a fortune. <laughs> she must leave her second husband. If she has a kid, this child is Suffolk Mamzer. Right? The she Suffolk ever, it's a doubtful situation if she's an, if she's an anxious ish. Similarly, if a person divorces his wife with a get that's possible or a case. Where the get is a Suffolk Matreda, and he wants to remarry her after he gives her the get, a week later, they decide, you know what, I want to get remarried. They're like, get the chlaus possible that are So Matreda, excuse me, the get, she, she, um, uh, the get, the get was kosher Matreda, only possible that are or is a Suffolk if it's possible or kosher. Now he wants to remarry her, and obviously we're talking about a case where he's not a Koyan, correct? He's already saw her, he's already saw her. He's a Matanis Labayla, she's a Mutter on her first husband. Um, uh, which is not a chiddush because uh, uh, um, why is I'm saying mutter on her first husband? She's marrying her. I'm not sure what the, what the chiddush is, but okay. The einet zorach lechadosh hanis. The says a chiddush. The Rambam says the einet zorach lechadosh hanis suyin levarach sheva brachas. He doesn't have to redo uh, the nisuyin and make sheva brachas. So so why not? For, so because the, the get is um, because the cham passed the get. So therefore, when he, when, when, when he gets remarried, the Chum weren't mechayivim to do the Chiv the Rabbanon of making Shevra Brachas. The Chum said, we're disqualifying the get sufficiently that you don't have to, this person, even though the get is 100% Kashem Mm-hmm. she's divorced Mal-Tayra, right? The get is, in a no, kish, it, it, situation of a get puzzle, get yeah. puzzle means that Mal-Tayra, the get is a good get. No, no, I'm saying, oh, okay, so, or a case of Suffolk. So according to the Rambam, a Suffolk derives is, 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 okay, but that's a suffix for itself. This, this, in any event, this, this halach is a big chidush. Well, the, the chiv of, of Shevet Brachas is the Rambam. We'll, we'll, let's go through each one at a time. Only when a person gives his wife a get that's 100% valid and then remarries her, then Itaka has to do everything over and over again. I have a problem with him remarrying her. Because it's a mitzvah it, to remarry it, your wife. What do you no, mean? No, because if she was a suffering Russians and she went, and she no, she wasn't with anybody else. It says, yeah. No, no, no. Why are you saying that? She wasn't with anybody else. <laughs> It's talking about that she did marry somebody else. No, so that's that. That's not the is a new case. Right, there was no, there was no it, 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 either get the chenim gets used to get puzzle or show you some stuff. Megresh is is a new shiloh. And she did not marry. Anybody. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Why is he? Like that, right? yeah. Fine. So now let's say let's read the last line again. Ve'ain tzorch lechadosh hanisuin. First of all, the question I just mentioned kedushin is he mechuyev the chayes doing the kedushin at least in, this, in the case of a suffik 
Well, the case, in both cases, when the gets are get kosher without Torah, in order to remarry a woman, you have to give, do Kedushin. That doesn't say anything, but the Mephoshim said, Lechai has to do Kedushin. Fine. Now, as far as the Suyin goes, I mean, by definition, if they're getting remarried, they're moving together, that's considered Nisuyin, right? But the Vartis doesn't have to do a formal Nisuyin with Sheva Brachas, right? Because Safek Brachas, Laka. So we're not sure if she's Megreshes. Therefore, you don't say the Brachas. Now, as far as the Get Apostle, even though the Get was 100% Kashim but since the Chum passed the Get, they passed it in so far as if you do, if you do, if you do a remarriage, that she doesn't have to have a uh, a shavar brachas again. The Chum said that it's not required, right? Now, look the ksuba. Why is it right ksuba? Because the ksuba is a monetary chiyuv. He didn't pay the ksuba yet. We're talking about case he didn't pay the ksuba yet, and that monetary chiyuv, the remarrying under the same pretenses, and therefore the 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 uh, uh, the is that is that the ksuba is, is 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 valid as long as she can't collect it. Once she could collect it, even if she doesn't. Could be when he remarries, he has to write a nuksub. Now he's chayiv in two. Zolzayin. But here she could never collect it. Like she's not, she never given the heta to remarry. The fact that in the ksuba, the contract, which is a monetary contract that says when you remarry, right, or it says, um, right, uh, um, um, when you're basically fit to marry somebody else, you can collect. She never was in a state where the chum let her get remarried. Therefore, this chiyuv has not been satisfied. So he basically, you know, reborrows on the same on the same account. Right, that, he remarries her on the same ksuba. Um, Good, fine. Unless, unless someone divorces someone completely, 100%, that's when a remarriage would require the whole, the whole nine yards again. And you're saying, and you can go by the Nisuyin that she had I mean, originally? The Nisuyin basically means do the, do the, do the halachic element of The Nisuyin means they're moving it together in the same room. That's going to happen. They're getting married again, right? right but, but the word doesn't mean the halachic element of what you make shever brachas, that whole thing. No, because it's a suffolk if, if she's, well, in the case of suffolk and migrashas, it's a suffolk whether he's bachas to do it. Could, this woman might be his the wife. I mean, he, she may have been divorced. What are, you, what are you making brachas for? And the case of get possible, even apparently it seems, to chiddish, that even though Maratera, she's completely divorced and now she's being remarried, but since the get was medarbon disqualified, the chum kept the marriage Intact sufficiently, at least that the brachas aren't aren't uh, aren't required. Doubt. Call me shenisus because the bosom. The chum also backed off when it comes to mamzer. So let's not make mention of mamzer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because the whole reason is is is, is a safeguard, but. When a woman gets remarried to, to somebody else after the first husband gave her a get, which is completely bottle, now, now we're going to go to what you talked about. What is the situation? What happens over in these scenarios? What's her deal with the first husband and the second husband? Both these cases. Okay. So a woman gets, re- gets remarried to a new husband after the first husband gave her a get, which turned out to be totally bottle. That's a case where he's on the, the shriach is traveling and the husband says to get his bottle. Right? That's a common example. Even though the second husband is never married to her, because you can't, you can give her, you put a ring on her finger, and she's not married to you. She's married to the first husband. So, but she, the chum required a get from the second husband, even though there's no marriage really, right? Why could they get? As far as we know, they got a big fancy chasana, they got married, they've been together, they have two kids maybe even, and now she's just somebody walking out of his house. So the chum said they have to be a get because it resembles marriage. Shouldn't look like she can just walk out without a get. Now, if she could get Menorishan, now if she all she needs, needs to get from her first husband, to be able to marry anybody else on earth, her first husband, who she was still married to, Menorishan, has to give her a get as well. She becomes also on both of them forever. On her, on her, on this, on the second, um, on the second husband, she's also because whenever a woman is with another man, when she's married to her husband, no matter how uh, uh, innocent the situation is, she's also that second person who she was with while being married forever, even if her husband dies. Right? That's why she's also on him. Even though it was a shogig. Now, the her on her first husband was the problem. Once she leaves the second husband, why can't she go back to her first husband? 
It looks like it look it resembles that she was divorced, went to somebody else, got remarried. You're not allowed to remarry your wife after she marries somebody else in between. So it resembles that. Therefore, the Rabbanon she can't marry. It looks like If either of them ends up marrying her after this parsha is over, they must he must uh, must send her out. The second person the is to, to, to send her out Torah, the first husband that Rabbanon. Hey, similar case like this. Eight witnesses come and they testify her husband passed away in Besdin. So therefore, Venetia, she the Besdin gets to get you get remarried. Now the Aiden were lying, they were wrong. It was a circumstance where they testified they, they saw him go in the ocean and they waited there and he didn't come up. But somehow another fact is he walked on his own two feet, alive and well, into town after she's already remarried to somebody else. That's a problem. Whether her first husband was a regular normal person, even if her first husband was a Khedish. Right? In which case, the marriage to the first husband, we said, is, is less substantial. It's only the Rabbonon. Right? Whether her second husband is a regular normal person. Or, she, or, or the second husband is, is, a, is a deaf mute. Right? What did I say, Cherish, the first time? Yeah, a deaf mute. Which is not complete Kedushin. It's only a Kedushin the Rabbonon. And either way, the fact is that there was a Kedushin of sorts, either a regular Kedushin, or a Kedushin that Chamim substantiated for the purposes of marriage. The same then applies. She requires to get from both of them. She's also on both of them forever. Right? On her first husband, she's also because she was with somebody else. And the second one, she's also. The second one, she's also because she was with somebody else while being married. And on the first one, she's also because it looks like he remarried his divorcee after she got remarried. Now, that's true even if the first one was a pikech and the second one was a normal person. And even if both of them were pikechim, if both of them were chirashim, excuse me. So I'm saying, this would apply even if the first one was a. 100% normal person. The second one was a cherish. You don't say, oh, that second one is not as real, let it go back to the first one. There is a scenario similar to that where we will say something like that, I think we'll come to that later, but, but over here it's not the case. And I'm imagining Galoche he applies even if the first and second husband were both cherashim, they're both deaf mutes. So, so both marriages are the Rabbonon. I still think you really apply this concept. You wouldn't say, well, both are the Rabbonon, therefore we can be lenient. I don't, I don't think that's true. Vav. I mean, it's got you. Yeah. Okay. Now, a woman, this woman who, as far as we thought, was. Uh, uh, the, this woman who's, who Aiden came and said, Your husband, unfortunately, had passed away overseas. She accepted Kedushin for somebody else that had an engagement party in Mazatov. Then her husband shows up during the year between Kedushin and Nesuyan. Or it turns out, let's say, in the, in, back to the first example, that she was only Mukudeshis, not a Nesua, just Kedushin. And then he says, I don't like you anymore. I want to ask somebody else. He gave her a get. Turns out that get was totally bottled. And in the meantime, um, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Harish the, the, the Adim said, again, this case is where the Adim said, your husband died overseas. And then she decided she, got, she wants to get remarried. Someone was Makadashir, just Kedushin, just Ederson, right? And then her husband turns up. Or alternatively, Nimzah get bottle. That the, uh, this, 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 um, the get is bottle. This get the second person gave. No. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Turns out to be bottle. So, what are the two cases over here? Case number one is she receives Kedushim from somebody else, this new husband, that her first husband, who we thought died, shows up on his own two feet. Case number two is that um, that, 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 uh, that second husband uh, 
the first husband gave her a get and said goodbye out of my house. She she left, found somebody else, and that somebody else gave her kedushin, and they made an engagement party. And then it turns out that her first get was no good. It was bottle. In both of those cases, she can go back to her first husband. Why? They didn't just get machine. She doesn't need to get from the second person. Because what was the whole chashash? What, 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 the whole problem was, number one, she was with somebody else while a married woman. She wasn't with anybody. All she got was a ring. Now, and the other problem is that, is that it resembles a woman who leaves a second husband and returns to her first husband. That's a problem. Look, it looks very, very problematic. Over here, there's no problem. She ain't Kedushin Tevish and Because the din is, it's not a problem. You can't, you, you can't, you can't give Kedushin to an erva. It's like you give condition to your sister. There's nothing, nothing going on. Or a married woman. It looks like she went from her first husband without a get. And we married her, excuse me, her second husband without a get. And we married her first husband. Since it was no Nisriyan, there was no Chupa. They'll say, oh, this woman married her second husband. She couldn't meet the tonight. The condition fell away. And therefore, we don't, that's why it's important that the case was she remarries the person completely. That's where, that's where the real problem is, um, uh, starts. Over here, all it was was Kedushin. Zayin. <laughs> a woman gets remarried to a second husband. Turns out, the get the first husband gave was bottle. Oi, she remarried because she thought her husband died. The husband shut up on her feet. And she thought he died. Right? So we have both scenarios where we have a person who thought she was a single woman, no longer married, either divorced or widowed. Turns out she was very much married. The first and second husband in the entire time period until she gets a get from both of them, even though technically speaking she's married to the first one, second one, right? They don't get the things she finds, if you find something, none of them have you know, husband rights, not, not, neither of them have that. Nor the money she makes, neither of them have the right to be made for a nether. Because since they're not mechuyiv to provide for her, because we, we don't want her to stay married to either of them, the woman's mechuyiv to give her husband what she finds and the money she makes, if they agree upon that, based on the fact he's mechuyiv to feed her. Here, we don't want either of them feeding her, we want them to divorce her, Right? And also, the reason why a person is allowed to be made for his wife's nidarim is that shouldn't cause either friction or it shouldn't cause, uh, she shouldn't make nidarim about not drinking wine and become unattractive to him. Here again, there's no concern about that. Therefore, he, they don't have that right. And now, if after, all this entire time, right, if either of them who think they're married to her, let's say the husband overseas is benefiting from her property overseas, the husband over here is benefiting from her property over here, so they're eating Paris, eating produce of her, of her property. She's going to say, okay, I'm not married to either of you. I'm not married, I'm not married to you. That's the, whole, the, whole, the second one. Even the first one, the Chum said, I'm Asr. You guys owe me a refund. Right? All, the, all the Paris you, you ate. No, we don't, we, don't, we don't take them from her. And it seems that even though she's no punishment, there's no punishment over here, there's a certain level of responsibility that Teira and Chazal placed on the individual in question. So Agam, she's blind on Edim. There's a certain responsibility you have to do your own research, not just rely on somebody else. There's no punishments. But it's a knas to her that therefore she did not have to give back the money that they, that they, uh, that they pr- pr- consumed from her property. She doesn't get the ksuba from either of them. I have to give her a get. Because again, the whole point of the ksuba is it should be easy to divorce. Here, we want them to divorce her. Or the tanai ksuba, right? Whatever it is that, uh, you know, uh, food, clothing, living, living in the house. None of that's, none of that's obligated. He's not chayef to provide for her food. Neither husband. If she did take any of these things, if she took from either of them to feed herself, for whatever reason, she must give it back. Again, that's all part of the so to speak, a level of, so to speak, a subtle punishment we place on her for the responsibility she has over here. 
Now, remember that when a woman gets married and she brings into the property, into the marriage property, if the husband outlives her, he inherits it all, right? If she outlives him or if he divorces her, she takes the value of the Tzim Barzal and the actual Nechzimulug and she leaves. What does she get over here? So, whatever is worn out or lost from her property, even Nechzim Barzal, which the Ksuba says, he owes her the qualification, the, um, corresponding amount, they're not have to pay it, right? Because again, she's not anything of the Ksubo because of the circumstance. In the, in the event that the, she has kids with the second husband, the kids are Mamzer because she's a married woman. Now, if the first husband has relations with her before the second gives a divorce, that this child is a Mamzer Midrabanon. The Chacham created a scenario where essentially she's married to the second Midrabanon, that child is a Mamzer Midrabanon. If the second one divorces her like he's supposed to, but not and she takes the ksuba from him, which she's not supposed to do. Excuse me. Fine. The husband, we think he dies, or he, we thought that she got divorced. She marries his second husband, and they're married. And after some times, she's a tough woman, she, he divorces her also. Now she takes the ksuba, and then, it turns out, it's, now we realize that the whole marriage of the second person was nothing. The marriage was a joke, and the divorce was a joke. Right? So, the fact she got the ksuba, we don't, we don't, we don't take it away from her. Or the, uh, the money he used to feed her while they're married for 10 years, he fed her. He wants a refund. No. And, um, um, or, or let's say he gave her, let's say, um, other things from the ksuba, let's say tesefis or th- other things like that. None of that. So she doesn't return the ksuba money, basically, nor must she, re- must she return the, uh, the money that she, that she took, um, that she got, the, that she, for, for, you know, the, the, the value of, of being fed. Um, because over here, the ksuba was given before the second husband showed up, before the first husband showed up, or before we discovered the get was bottle. Therefore, Bishas, he paid it. He was paying a chiv. He, he was himself a monetary chiv. If you live with me as a wife, I'm a chayv, if the marriage ends, this is the money I'm giving you. The fact that Halacha says that you're not a married woman, right? That's not what, what the, going into, into, into what the monetary obligation was. And therefore, once she takes it, she's allowed to keep it. Interesting scenario. Yeah, because again, because the ksuba is not pshat, I'm chayv to pay this to you if our marriage ends. I'll deny that it's what the Torah calls a marriage. You and I are calling it marriage, and I'm going to myself this money to you. That's really what's happening. Funny enough, yeah? Okay. The reason why it's a chidr because the whole yeah. 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 was at the corner for something. Right, 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 right. It's not applicable. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's okay. Chidush. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. One of them is the Kalash woman. Just Kiddush. Yeah, okay, fine. So now she's married to him, as far as Kiddush is concerned. And the brother. Achiv here means the, the brother, not, not the other brother. This brother, one who did the Kiddush, the Aurus, yeah? He went overseas, right? And we find out that the chassan died. And the other brother did yibum on his wife. He did yibum with his wife, thinking that it's a big mitzvah. Then the first brother shows up. Turns out that not only was it not a mitzvah, it's Isra of marrying your brother's wife. She must leave both brothers. She can't be married to either of them. In other words, now we know that she's married to the first one. She always was Mekodesh's of the first one. The second one was Tamznus, right? So she must leave both of them. The second one because she was with him as a married woman. The first one because it, it, um, the first one she must marry because it resembles 
a woman of, 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 returning your right, you, you, you marry a divorcee after, after she remarries someone else. She get and she requires you get from both of them. The first one the second one and all the matters apply. Again, if he gave the woman just and the woman goes to overseas. He hears his wife died. So he married her sister. Now there's no mitzvah to do that, obviously, but he married her sister. Why not? You know, he knows already the family. Then it turns out he doesn't say Shabbat. Interesting. He finds out she did not die. So now, not only, not only he's not, he thinks it's a nice thing he's marrying this, uh, this, this sister. But uh, it's it's of of uh, two sisters. Yeah, it's an erva. Both of them require a get from him. His first wife Minatayra and the second sister Minarabanon. Uh, the second sister Minarabanon is Kedushin Tefes on the Asia's Ach. I forgot. No, I'll hear not. Okay, I mean, I mean, uh, not Asia's Ach. Um, your wife's sister. Your yeah. wife's sister. Yeah. Your wife's sister. Okay. The All the matters apply to them. It's, it's I, interesting. The Tera, the Isur of a, a wife's sister, doesn't say Ervas or Teva. It says because she's a Tzara. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank over here. If if a guy gives Kedushin. What second? If a guy gives Kedushin to his wife's sister. Is it Kedushin Chal? I don't remember. No, it, it, it is in the Arais, and therefore it's not Chal. Okay, test. Fine. To add Khan, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, just the case was Kedushin, no Nesuin. What happens if a guy's wife, who's in the sewer, they married for 10 years, goes to a different country? Sham, Baba, Shemesa, and the husband hears his wife died. And he married her sister. Turns out she's alive and well. His, 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 his the first sister's alive and well. The second sister requires no get. Kick her out of the house and that's it. No problem. And his wife can go back to him. Why? We'll see in a second. Other Ararayas, right? The guy married two, two, two orphans. They married them off. But it turns out they were brother and sister separated at birth. And so there's no get required. They just, they just go their separate ways. Kedushin, since it's an erva, oh, right, so this answers my question. Uh, Kedushin does not, uh, so this second sister, right, there's no Kedushin, there's no, no, there's no get, man, I tell you, this answers my question. You're 100% right, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Rabbi Daich. That, that, I'm Rabbi yeah. Because um, since, it's a, since it's an erva, and it's a chi of chorus, the Kedushin does nothing. It's like giving Kedushin to your mother, it doesn't do anything, right? Oh, now, how come in the case before, in the Chachaches, he did have to give his the sister of his wife, who's alive and well, a get. People might say, Maybe people will think when he married the first sister and gave her Kedushin, there was some kind of Tanai, and the Tanai was not fulfilled. She couldn't fulfill the Tanai. And when that Kedushin fell away, he said, I'm going to marry the second sister. I gave you Kedushin, I'll die, she'll give me a Tanai, give me $100,000. You couldn't do it. Your other sister's wealthy, she did it, so I'll marry her. That's once, fine. Once we're talking to Suyin. Oh, and since. So that is, also one second, yeah, exactly. Um, so so we'll explain in a second. Now, now that applies to why you have to marry. That applies. That, that's by kedushin, right? That's by the Edison, yeah. In halacha, in the, in the right halacha. now, but, but when it comes to this in halacha test, like you said, said Since when it comes, uh, sorry, excuse me, no, still in, the, still in the case of kedushin. What am I saying over here? So we'll think We'll think the second sister was legitimate. Okay. So we'll think the first sister, the, the first sister who the Kedushin was very valid, will think it was just a Tanai and it fell away. The second sister, the Kedushin was a joke because she was still, he, uh, he was married to her sister who was alive and well on Benoist Dust. 
will think that was a legitimate one, and therefore he has to give the second sister a get. It shouldn't look like a woman who received Kedushin just walked away without a get, and therefore he must give the second sister a get. Now that get, since the second sister requires a get, so people shouldn't get the wrong impression. The first sister, who he was married to all this time, who he thought died but didn't, is also on her. Why? Because it looks like it looks like he married his sister of his divorce, which is not allowed. You can't marry your wife's sister, even if you divorce, as long as she's alive. Like a guy divorces his wife, can't marry his sister. If his wife dies, right, Yaakov married Rachel. If Rachel dies, you can marry Leah. If he divorces Rachel, he can't marry Leah. Over here, it looks like he married Rachel. Then it looks like he. Then it looks like. Uh, um, right. It looks like. Well, forget the fact of Rachel, right? It looks like he gave Leah a get and then married Rachel, right? So therefore, once he gave it, once he mechoyev to give Leah a get, um, so what's the impression? The impression is, is that maybe Leah was married on Al Tanai. That Tanai was unfulfilled, and therefore the Kedushin fell away. Then he married Leah, and that's a legitimate marriage. Now he has to give Leah a get, right? Because we think everything is legitimate. Once he's had to give Leah a get, to go back to Rachel resembles what? The wife of your divorcee. The sister of your divorcee. And therefore, he cannot marry, uh, he cannot marry either of them. Now that's again when it comes to, when it comes to Halacha Ches. But in Halacha Tes, because it's in the Sua, right? She, the, the, uh, um, uh, because his first wife was married to him for 10 years, the fact that he gave the second wife a, a, a Kedushin, or he, sorry, he married his second wife, right? So there, it doesn't... Essentially, the Right. In other words, once the first wife... The first sister shows up, and we know that they're married. The whole second one comes an obvious joke. But when the first wife was only kedushin, we'll all will make all these wrong impressions. We can, we can make an assumption. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So there's no question. Allah test. Why doesn't she need to get the second sister? Need to get? Why does she need to get the guy married in erva? The question. Allah ches. Why would there doesn't need to be a get? And that we explain Allah yud. Okay. is basically this. After a while, this woman who we thought was divorced um, got, got remarried. Or if she did she, she not get remarried. But she wants to get remarried. And as far as you know, there was marriage. I guess the Adim say they saw the, the, her get to get. Maybe they didn't read it. I'm not sure exactly the cases. But basically, the husband says, you, you think you're divorced? I have to get in my hand. You never got divorced. I still have to get. Look. Now, why would that have happened? The Ram gives us a case where it may have happened. Kostova Sefer writes the get, and he also wrote apparently a receipt of some kind for the woman that she got together, a receipt for the ksuba. He gave the get to the man, which he's supposed to do, by the way, so the man can give it to the wife, right? And the shaver to, and, and the receipt to the wife. Or they took it on their own, the husband took the get, and the woman took the shaver. Now, again, why is it a mistake? Basically, what the point is is that is that the husband, the, 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 the safer gave the shaver to the, basically it means the shaver, he gave the receipt, receipt. To, the, to the man and the get to the woman and they switched them, right? The, 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 basically the, the, the man gave his wife a receipt instead of a get and the, and the woman gave the husband a get instead of a receipt that I received my get or I received my maksuba from you, okay? They think they're divorced. After some time passes, the husband has the get. 
in his hands. <coughs> so what do we do over here? Now, if she did not yet get remarried, so we treat her as a non-divorcee. It's been revealed that she had not been divorced. As far as we're concerned, if the husband drops it at that moment, she could be married, maybe even. Let's, let's redo it. Let's give the get in front of us. She's divorced from that moment forward. But, but, but uh, there, you know, okay. Now, the Imnis is what happens if she's already got remarried? And the husband now produces the get and he says, She's not divorced yet. Now, why did that, that happen? If she's, she's claiming she got divorced, <coughs> she got remarried. Obviously, she has eight of them, she got the get. But again, this is the process, the, the, the case that Raman told us. Yeah? She, oh, okay. Or whatever it is, fine, okay. So. He's saying this divorce hasn't happened yet. Should I get It's in my hand. She hasn't reached her for reasons that Ram gave us in the beginning of the law. Right, the safer made the mistake or whatever. They made the mistake switching it. We don't ask her on her husband because the husband had just because the first husband hasn't get in his hand. It's assumption is that she's divorced. Enough, I'll get me and we'll assume they'll get fell from her hand. And this guy is producing it. Actually, he found it, but he wants to ask her on the second husband simply out of spite. So therefore, in other words, the Chayim Musa was talking the cases where there's some kind of right she got divorced. The Aiden saw her get something, and maybe they, maybe they read it, and then after they read it, they gave it back to the Sefer. But the point is, is that the very fact that a woman who, as far as we know, got divorced, meaning she, she, she had to get once upon a time, or the Aiden saw her get it, the fact the husband has it in his hand is not a good reason to ask her on her, husband, on her, on her second husband. Excuse me, a person who divorces his wife because she has a bad reputation, or because she's very uh, lax or blatant about making all kinds of vows, which is not appropriate. And then we tell the man when he divorces her idea, make it known to her. That's that's why you're divorcing. The chastise so she, she, she should understand that that's something that that's uh, has a consequence. So she should. Uh, Change your ways, hopefully. But Da and you, he said, they say to the man, you should know, you may never remarry her in the future at any time. Why may he never remarry her? Uh, we're worried that maybe this woman will marry somebody else. And then she'll do tshuva in the interim. And under her second husband, she'll be a better person. She won't be making, uh, behaving inappropriately or making any, any of these inappropriate vows. And the first husband will say, If I had known that she would, it would be this way, she would change her ways. I would never divorce her. It's as if he's making it, he's making, he's like saying, it's as if he divorced with the condition, and the condition why he divorced her with, that um, divorcing her on condition that she stays this way in this negative state and does not, and does not repent, Vladislav, that tonight has not been fulfilled because she did do tshuva and changed her ways. Nimsa, as a result, I get bottled, the get is nullified, the mafay retroactively, so to speak. In other words, this is like a, a rumor people will gossip about. It's not actually logically considered a, 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 a tonight, a condition, because he didn't say anything. Truth is, some people want to say, based on the Ramam's own response, that it actually is considered a Tanai, and if this actually happened, the get would be nullified. But that's not what it sounds like over here. The Ramam says, Kim Garsha Tanai. All right, Lafikha, therefore. Ayman, we tell the husband, Gemara, Balibcha, Lagarsha, make sure you have a complete uh, decision, uh, uh, solidified decision, finalized decision to divorce her, because she, you may never remarry her. Um, this way, when he divorces her, uh, he's making a complete, he's making it very clear there is no condition regardless of whether she changes in the future. And therefore, there would be no gossip if she does change. Now, if after he, if he breaks this 
commitment. Part of he doesn't have to swear, but he breaks he breaks his commitment, and he does remarry her. Of course, before she remarried anybody else, because if she already had remarried someone else, you may not remarry your divorcee. But he remarried her while she was still a single divorcee. Then Leitzi, he doesn't have to divorce her. No, he don't. We don't enforce this idea of ensuring this commitment to never remarry her. To 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 uh, in the event that she may change her ways and be the subject of gossip, we don't enforce it to the point that we forbid them to remarry if they do remarry. It's just we want him to make it clear that he's not doing so to to, to prevent uh, people from gossiping that the get was given on false pretenses or the get was given under a condition that was not fulfilled. There's a person divorces his wife not because of her bad behavior, simply she was uh, unable to, and this is a woman who is physically immature and unable to be fertile and produce children. For example, every time they're together physically, there's there's blood, and therefore he can, um, as we learn, as we learn, <coughs> um, and Hilchasirish as well, uh, in a few places that he can, he has to divorce her because it's impossible for them to be together in a way that's luckily acceptable. He may never even marry her, and he has to clarify that. Why? We're worried. What happens if he divorces her for that purpose, then she marries somebody else doesn't care about that fact, or doesn't have that problem with her, or the fact that she's in, uh, infertile, or the fact that, or for, for whatever reason, uh, he remarried someone else. But Taylor, the island is, uh, the, and the woman who he thought or was infertile, was a, um, an islandess is uh, able to give birth, turns out. It was a mistake. Or the woman who was constantly uh, showing blood during inter- intercourse, her condition is healed. The first husband will say, if I had known that she could heal this way, and as she demonstrated under her second husband, she would never divorce her. Turns out that the get would be nullified and children are, of the second husband are illegitimate. So again, because he, he divorced her because uh, of these reasons, is as if he stipulated or at least in perception, over here the terminology is a bit more de- definite, maybe the Hidrama actually means it would be actually void, not just as if it's void, but in any event, in perception, or perhaps even halakhically actuality, it's as if he, it's, he, uh, it's a get that was given on stipulation that this woman who has this negative state of being an islandess, or seeing blood always during intercourse, the get is being given on condition that she never heals, <coughs> now that she healed, the get is, the get is invalid retroactively, <clears throat> And she children from her second husband are not legitimate. But again, if after he divorces her for these reasons, he tries, he decides to remarry her when she has not yet married any, anybody else in between, despite the fact that he broke his commitment, we don't make him divorce her, or, you know, send her away. Because again, the whole idea is a preventive thing. In this case, in this scenario, there's no actual concern because she didn't remarry anybody else. You doubt. So Mashiach gives a get for marriage to Israel to the diaspora. Valmarni says, it was written inside of my presence as he's supposed to, and we trust that, and let, let, let me let, let her get remarried to whoever she wants. He said, no, that Shliach himself, he can't marry her. Maybe he casts his eye upon her, maybe he wants to marry her. That's why he's coming and saying this testimony about her being divorced. In other words, we trust this Shliach uh, <coughs> as a single aid that he saw the the uh, written writing and signing of the get is a way to make the woman, even though it's one aid, we, we we trust him to allow the woman to get remarried. But to trust him to marry her, or to trust him that she marries him, excuse me, that much we don't trust him. A woman who 
is married, her husband travels overseas, and one witness comes and says that her husband died overseas. And the halacha is, is that this is a scenario that we trust the one witness and let the woman to get remarried. And this is Alpiv, and she therefore may, may get remarried based on testimony of this one witness. As so she should not be in a, she should not be in aguna, she should not be a woman who's changed, un, unable, unable to be married. As again, we'll learn in the laws of the issues. And <coughs> in Surabia, praise the Lord, he may that one witness can't marry her. Because again, we're worried that maybe he said it just to be able to marry her. There are chacham who forbade a woman on her husband because of a vow, meaning the woman made a vow and forbade it to her husband. So she said, she said, I vow not to derive a benefit from my husband, which in which case the husband has to divorce her. And then she went to the chacham to try to find a way to annul the vow. And the chacham said, no, you can't annul the vow. There's no way to do that. Sorry, you have to get divorced. Um, that chacham should not marry her because again, we're worried he upheld the nether for that reason. Even though, unlike the first two cases, um, unlike the first two cases where the, uh, the the person who is perhaps being dishonest is getting involved with, you know, is letting his head run away with him and getting involved in a married woman, over here that's not the case. The husband would divorce the woman. But again, it's not appropriate. It's not, uh, we don't want the, we don't want the, the Chacham who's uh, approached to annul the vow to be biased about not annulling it because he wants to marry him. I need to annul it. A woman, a person who is re, uh, reputed, reputed, or you know, reputed that he's uh, people gossip about him that he had relations with a maidservant, a shifcha kaninus, and then she's freed on nachris, or he's um, rumored to have been with a non-Jewish woman, and then she converts to Judaism. Uh, this man is obviously denying any such rumors. He should not have her marry her afterwards, because then people will substantiate and say, "Oh, they were." Messing around together before, uh, uh, when he went before she converted, uh, and that's going to make him look, you know, terrible, and it's going to have a, um, a confirmation of his bad reputation. So therefore, it's for his benefit not to marry her. Um, based on that, uh, if uh, if it's, if it's not a matter of rumor, if it's pretty clear that the person has been has a reputation of being somebody who. Uh, messes around, so then in this ca- that case, it would be irrelevant. Uh, whether he marries her or not. Um, others say that, uh, no, as he could marry her, and that's not something we pr- try to prevent because we have no reason to uh, to protect him. Um, others say the reason why he shouldn't marry her is because it looks like the conversion was just done for the sake of marriage, and that's, that, that, looks, uh, that looks bad. Um, from that perspective, they shouldn't, get, they shouldn't get married even if it's public knowledge that they were messing around before she converted. Uh, as it applies to contemporary halacha, it's an uh, interesting topic, and uh, today things are a little different. Similarly, if a non-Jewish man, Evid uh, Knaini, or a, 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 a non-Jewish man had relations with, or is rumored to have relations, um, sorry, actually had relations with a non-Jewish woman, with a Jewish woman, excuse me, a single Jewish woman, even though then the non-Jew converted to Judaism, the slave was freed, so now he's a full-fledged Jew, he should not marry her. Um, that's primarily because it looks like the conversion was for the purpose of marriage, something something apparently a man is more likely to do to convert to Judaism to marry a Jewish woman than a uh, less likely, however, apparently for a Jewish a non-Jewish woman to convert to marry a Jewish man, which is why the previous case there's a question what the explanation is. But over here it's pretty clear the reason is just simply because um, he, it shouldn't resemble that the non-Jewish non-Jewish man converted 
just for sake of marriage, which will question the legitimacy of his conversion, or the genuineness of his conversion, rather. Uh, therefore, the possible legitimacy. In all these scenarios, if they transgress and got married, we don't force them to separate and divorce. Um, okay. In all these scenarios, if the man in question, for example, who's rumored to... Um, oh, sorry, for example, if the shliach who brought the get, or the witness who testifies that the woman's husband died, or the chacham who, who um, substantiates her vow, and therefore she has to divorce, if they already had a wife, even though a man can marry more than one wife, nevertheless, they've already had at least one wife, um, <coughs> they had they were married at the time that the incident happened. For example, the shliach came, testified the get was written in his presence and signed in his presence, and he had a wife at that time, even though theoretically maybe he wants a second wife, right? But then afterwards, and even if afterwards, even if later on the shliach's wife was divorced by him or died. And provide that in the scenario where the wife was divorced, she was divorced not because this shliach divorced her so he can marry, you know, he doesn't want to have more, more than one wife, so he can't afford to, right? So he divorced her. It's not, like, it's not a case we divorce his wife to marry this, uh, this woman who last year he brought a get on her behalf. These are women who are meant to be divorced by, by, uh, because they're, they're behaving inappropriately. Um... Right, you know, it was the wife wanted to get divorced, uh, um, or the women who bechlal? They're they're the type of people who they uh, there was uh, conflict. So then they, the shliach, for example, in that scenario, or the chacham, or the aide may marry the woman because in this case the assumption is that they did not did not did not have intention to um, bring the get on behalf of the woman or testify their husband died or, or, or substantiate the nether for the purpose of marrying this woman. They already have a wife and they don't necessarily, they probably don't, don't need a second one. Later on, something happened that there was a conflict or something the woman did that warrants divorce. Therefore, that's why the divorce happened and then the person got the idea of marrying this, this divorcee, which is fine. <laughs> Similarly, if this woman who the get was brought on her behalf went and married somebody else. This Amma, then her husband, new husband died. Or this guy, she got divorced. So again, the Shliach, we can say, did not have the intention to marry her because we see very clearly she married somebody else and that marriage is presumably going to last. Turns out, did not last. Again, the Shliach, or the Chacham, or the Eid, can marry the woman. That's Zion. Now, in all these scenarios, the woman could marry the child of the witness who testifies that the husband died or the child of the Chacham who forbade her on her husband by substantiating her vow, or the child of the person who has been rumored to be hanging out with her. In other words, the uh, uh, this Jewish man is, is rumored to be hanging out with this non-Jewish woman, then she converts, the son of that Jewish man can marry this convert, or the Shachar or any other relative of the people in question can marry this woman. Now, why are we not concerned that the person uh, brought the get on behalf of this woman so that her, his son or his brother could find the shidduch, right? And, uh, and marry this woman. Or testify falsely that the husband died so that the brother or the son could marry this woman. 
A person does not do an Aver, a sin this way, a lie in this fashion, cause this, this situation of being with a married woman, so somebody else could benefit from it. If for himself, he may lose his head and do so, but not for somebody else, even a child or a brother. Now in general, a woman is allowed to marry when she gets a proper get. And one of the two Aedim who signs her get or Aedim Basir who, who, who observes its transfer. The woman could marry one of them without a problem, no reservations. I made them now. Or, for example, a scenario where it's a, a girl who's a minor whose father died. So her brother and mother or mother marry her off in a quasi marriage, which is not finalized until she becomes an adult. And meanwhile, before becoming an adult, she protests and says, I want out. Just saying, I want out dissolves that marriage because it's a quasi marriage that the Chacham instituted for this minor who has no father to make a, complete, a true marriage. So therefore, and she could also, when she gets, uh, she can marry either as a child or as an adult, marry one of those two witnesses who observe her protest. Or for example, a woman who does chalitza, because <coughs> her brother died without kids, <coughs> one of the bezdin, or the edim, for that matter as well, presumably, could marry her. <laughs> so now even over here, maybe they just did it or got involved for the purposes of marrying her, but... It's only when you have one witness and there's no other accountability except his own, his own word, right? He shows up and says the husband died, and we have no way of anybody else who might know he's lying except for himself. So, uh, or this husband, this this chacham who says that the the nether can't be absolved, it has to be substantiated. Nobody else, there's no other way of anyone else knowing whether he's telling the truth or not. At least, at least you know he rules the way he rules, and nobody else could say that that's not true. At least even if they disagree, but the uh, fact is, is he has his view. In the event, that's only when it's a scenario of one person we're worried about this, when, however, it is two Adim. So if one of them is lying, the other one knows, that's less likely to happen. A person should uh, shy away from being a witness who observes the girls, the minors, protest. But being a witness for a chalitza, that's, that's a good thing. The reason why a person should not be an aid to observe a protest is the woman, the woman might later regret her decision um, when she grows up, but the husband's not going to want to remarry her, perhaps, and therefore it's considered being a witness for a negative thing. Okay, person divorces his wife, gave her a get, and then he has relations with her, and it's in a way that there are witnesses, either intentionally or unintentionally, people were watching, let's say through the window. Before she got remarried, while she's still a divorcee, whether or not the first, whether or not the first marriage was a complete marriage in Suyin or it was just kedushin, since the fact that she was once his wife, so therefore the assumption is the relation, the physical intimacy they had, the intercourse they had, which for sure happened because witnesses saw it. The assumption is that he remarried her. And he had intercourse with her for the sake of Kedushin. One of the three ways a person can do Eresin is Bia, uh, in addition to money or a contract. Rather than assuming that happened just for the sake of being uh, uh, inappropriate, just for just for Zeus. <coughs> Even if he saw he gave her money and then had intercourse with her, we don't just, I mean, the money is obviously not for Kedushin. Because then he wouldn't need intercourse. Why do we assume that? A person would not make his intercourse with a woman a just a matter of uh, of uh, of uh, of um, 
illicit behavior, if he can make it uh, uh, with a woman who could potentially, with, considering this person was once upon a time his wife, he can make the, instead a mitzvah for a kedushin. The fikha, therefore, is v'cheska shukadasha. She's assumed to be a mukadasha, a woman who is now remarried. Kedusha evaluated with opposite certainty. Therefore, if they do want to separate after that episode of tzichem minu yacheni, she requires a second get. So, because they were once married, and now they have intercourse after being divorced, the assumption is that that was done for the purposes of remarriage. Yitzchas. Now, if they just include themselves in front of witnesses, but they don't actually see the intercourse. The truth is that in the first case, one may not have sexual relations in front of another, another person. That's forbidden. Over here, for whatever reason, they, they, they did, although perhaps even the witnesses, uh, they, were, they weren't aware of the witnesses. In any event, here, in if they, if they had secluded themselves in front of witnesses, uh, but the witnesses didn't actually see the intercourse. Who provides to you that both witnesses witnessed the seclusion simultaneously? Not that one saw it and then the other one saw it afterwards. You know, one one was there watching and then the other he left and someone else came and, and watched it, or saw the uh, the fact they were secluded and and uh, and uh, and left. Right, so they both saw simultaneously. If the divorce was from a full fledged marriage, we have to be, uh, take into consideration. Possibly they had intercourse. And therefore these witnesses who see them being seclusion are also, by default, witnesses to the fact that there was physical intimacy. Because when a person does Kedushin through physical intercourse, it doesn't have to do the intercourse and the witnesses actually view the intercourse. In fact, you're not allowed to. What's, what, 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 what's, what the witnesses visualize is when they go into seclusion and then the physical intimacy happens behind closed doors. The fiqh, therefore, because the witnesses saw this person who was married with somebody, not just Kedushin, there was Nesuyin, there was Chuppah, right? And, he, and, and then they got divorced and they again hid themselves behind closed doors. We have to assume that there may have been uh, uh, physical intimacy which was presumed to be for the sake of, again, if it, ha- if it did happen, it's for the sake of Kedushin, and we have to be concerned about that possibility. The Fikha, therefore, she requires to get out of doubt, but he is self in the Kodeshis, she's considered a self in the Kodeshis, until she gets that divorce from her first husband, from her second husband, excuse me. So, did they have uh, physical intimacy? We don't know. If they did, it was definitely for the sake of Kedushin, but to consider the possibility that they had physical intimacy behind closed doors after the get, after the first get, and it was just for the purposes of, of being uh, um, um, uh, 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 sinful, that's not an option. So therefore, she's a Suffolk Kodesh. She's, she's considered a Suffolk remarried. The Mahais and the in And if the case was that the first husband only gave her Kedushin, and then we're not concerned, so they ain't because she's not as, uh, you know, uh, brazen with her to have, uh, to, to have uh, physical intimacy with her. So in the in the in the in the halachah in Zion, uh, the, the witnesses saw the physical intercourse, so we know for sure it happened. Over here, where where, where the, the in Zion, when she is merely a mikudeshes, but the witnesses saw the physical intimacy, so we know what happened. Over here, all the witnesses saw in the last case of halachah yitches is after the, uh, the 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 kedushin, he gave her a get, and then they secluded themselves. So we're not going to be we're not going to assume that there was physical intimacy. Because he's not as as brazen, unless of course they, the witnesses see it, as Al Zion would say. You test. Now some of the Gainim take this to a whole other level. 
when the Ram says go in, he means that we call a shenim. She call Aisha shenit to follow the feidim. Whenever any woman has relations with a Jewish man and witnesses actually see the actual physical intimacy, see a get requires a get. Why? Don't people sometimes just get together for sinful reasons? There's an assumption that a Jewish man or a woman will not make their physical relationship a sinful thing. Took it so far in their assumption and said, they instructed, they paskin, they ruled The person has a son through his maidservant, which is of course forbidden because she's not a full fledged Jew. They were worried that we have to be concerned that maybe perhaps she is a full fledged Jew. Therefore, perhaps this child is not considered an Evid Kanaini, it's his son. Maybe he first freed her and then afterwards have relations with her as a wife. Because again, if a person will not have have uh, physical relations in a sinful fashion before being with his physical his maidservant, just for his nose, just for uh, prostitution, he'll first free her, make her full fuzz, you marry her, and then have a child through her. And therefore, if the person dies, we could should we should be worried. Maybe he did not die childless, and his wife should therefore not marry. The the um, if he has another wife, or or or, uh, or this maidservant, whichever one it is, they, she, they, whichever other wives he has, should not marry the brother, the dead brother's, the dead husband's brother, because maybe it's a prohibition of heishes ach. Therefore, they should not do chalitz. They should do chalitz, not yibum. certainly he not only is it a suffolk, we say she, uh, he certainly freed her. There's no question that he freed her. She's a full-fledged Jew. This is his child. She ain't other mace, a person would never have uh, a, a physical relations in a sinful fashion if there's an alternative. And therefore, these uh, last opinion would say even the chalitza is not required. She's simply a widow. Says, I disagree. All these things, this whole halacha you test is very far in my eyes. Very much from the proper path of ruling. You shouldn't rely on this. This assumption that a person would not have physical relations in a sinful fashion. When you have a wife, he was married to her completely, and then he divorced that woman. Or if a person is a woman, so he wants to, he wants to <coughs> obviously marry her. Then he had physical relations with her. So again, we assume that uh, he's trying to be her. He wants to marry her. So then, then when he gave her the ring with the condition, he later changed his mind and says, "You know what? I'm just gonna uh, do the kedushin without a condition." But the second time he did the kedushin without a condition, he used the bia method rather than the kesef method. Shayishti, because this is somebody who's his wife, or he's trying to make his wife. It's with a wife who the assumption is a person would not engage in physical relationship for a sinful reason. Unless we know for sure otherwise, that is clearly for the purposes of of uh, illicit reasons. Or if he says clearly that um, um, that he's that he's having relations with her with a condition. Um... In other words, he's saying that it's over here, basically, that we have to be worried that uh, the kedushin. So, 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 there, so therefore, that's where we say that 
that when he tries to be Makadash a second time and he reiterates, it's again on the same condition as it was the first time when he used the ring and now that he's using Bia. There's still a stipulation. So again, we know that there's a, that, that, that it's, uh, it's uh, still dependent on the condition. She's not a definite married woman. But if that's not the case, if he's, if he's not saying this is just for fun or he's not saying this is unconditioned dot, 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 if that doesn't happen, if that's not the case, then she's a full-fledged married woman uh, that's specifically in those scenarios where they've been married or they're trying to get married. Al in a regular case, a regular woman, certainly by a maidservant, any unmarried woman who's having inappropriate relations, his assumption is that the relationship, the physical relationship, has happened for the sake of in an unholy fashion. Unless it's specified, that's for the sake of betrothal. Needless to say, when it comes to a maidservant or a non-Jewish woman, Shayna Bas Kedushin, who is someone in general, there can't be any Kedushin with her. Because <coughs> you cannot give Kedushin to a non-Jewish woman <clears throat> or a maidservant. It's, it's a useless act until they convert. Shein or freed. We're not concerned that, that they, they've, they've been uh, converted or freed. Let's know otherwise. And Therefore, the child from them is to be is, is a non-Jewish child from non-Jewish mother or an Evdknani from a Shivknanis. Unless you know for sure that the mother has converted prior or has been freed prior. Otherwise, the the um, the assumption is that it happened for the purposes of sin. In fact, elsewhere I believe that says not only that, but if there's, if there's other relatives, they could take this child and sell him as Evdknani. A woman who says who's has this reputation of a married woman. That, that's the assumption. You know, everyone knows she's married to this guy, even though no one maybe in the town remembers the wedding, but that's what we know. Whether she is uh, fully fully married or whether she's been just betrothed, and then a rumor goes out that she is divorced. Even if the majority of the entire city Perpetuate this rumor. It's considered an accepted rumor, if you will, that she's divorced. And there, and uh, now the question is: like, we don't have proof she's divorced, but do we assume she's divorced? In Chayshla, we don't we, we don't care about the rumors. But the original assumption, the Chazaka, is in its place. A rumor cannot uproot uh, a Chazaka. An assumption, a, 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 presumed, a presumed status. However, if a rumor. It goes out that she is betrothed. And this rumor has been mentioned, it has been established, if you will, in the court, that that's the established uh, assumption, or the established rumor, excuse me, established presumption, based on the rumor. In which case, as we said, in that she's assumed to be Mekudashas. And then, then afterwards, Another rumor goes, uh, spreads and 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 uh, is accepted that she is divorced from that condition that she is rumored to be have been married. Hakel Asara, the original rumor which forbade her to marry anybody else. Hakel Atira, now that rumor permits her. She's considered to be a divorced woman. In the first case, she has the presumption of being a married woman. That's the Chazaka. The fact that she there's a rumor that she got divorced is not enough to allow her to remarry somebody else. Maybe it make her questionable about marrying a Kayan in the event that 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 uh, that, uh, that, uh, that uh, the person who she was or is slash is married to dies, 
but it cannot make her permitted to marry somebody else. So over here, however, this woman who there's a rumor that she got married. Now there's a rumor she got divorced, so we say the rumor forbade her from marrying whoever she pleases. Now then another second rumor says she's divorced. Now you can go marry whoever she pleases. Can she marry her Kayan? Presumably not. A person should, not, may, should not marry a woman, may not marry a woman if he intends to divorce her. Unless he informs her. Nor should she, she should stay married to him, acting as a married woman to him, if he intends to divorce her. Unless he tells her that he plans on divorcing her. A man should not ideally divorce his first wife unless he finds a real problem with her in terms of an, ex- an episode of of misconduct, uh, inappropriate misconduct. Remember, it says, the Pasuk says that the, the parish of Gittin, it says that he gave her a get in her hand because he found a inappropriate misconduct. Um, a person should not too quickly, not too easily divorce his first wife. Why is Ram repeating himself? So, two possible answers. The first thing Ram says is that uh, in the first scenario, the person is divorcing his wife against his will. So that should not be done unless there's a Severe reason to do so. Um, so, in, in, uh, however, if she's willing to accept the divorce, then the Rama says, even though it's not, you can't say it as strongly as lawyer garish, but it's not, don't be so fast to do so, even though they're, bo- it's, they're both contending the divorce. Another explanation is, is that, um, there I'm saying one scenario that even in a case of Dover, a person should investigate. Even if you're divorcing her for the even if you're divorcing her for the good reason of Dover, you found inappropriateness, still be deliberate in the investigation. Don't just believe something because someone told you something. Avalashnia, the second wife, and onward, Imsina, if he doesn't just doesn't like her, Yishachani should send her away, which is all not desirable, but an unhealthy marriage is even even more desirable. A woman who is who is evil in her character, right? She didn't she didn't learn Hilchas Deis in the Rambam. She doesn't follow that approach. She does the opposite. And she's not properly modest as the proper Jewish women. Mitzvah the Gosh is a mitzvah the divorce. Shemer says Gerish leitz v'yetzemadin. Pasuk in Mishlei. Drive away the uh, scoffer, and the uh, so so, uh, and then and then the 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 and the uh, contention will depart. So it's a good thing. So when a woman is divorced for this reason of not being modest, it's not appropriate for a proper person to marry her. People shouldn't say about him. This first husband sent the wicked woman out of his home. The second person brought a wicked woman to his home. A guy whose wife became a deaf mute. He can divorce her with a get, and she is divorced when she receives the get. Now, a woman who is considered a deaf mute doesn't have the the ability to have the proper frame of mind, halakhically, to consent to things. However, a divorce does not require consent, as Adam told us. A woman can be divorced against her will. She does have to have the frame of mind to be aware she's being divorced. That's something that we have to clarify, that this deaf mute has that enough mental capacity to know she's being divorced. She does not have to have sufficient capacity to give consent to the divorce, because divorce does not, have, does not require the woman's consent. If she becomes completely insane, loses her mental faculties, so that any he can't give her the get until she becomes healthy again, because... Um, um, 
uh, she doesn't have the, 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 the frame of mind to even know to be a participant in the process to forget consent. She can't even receive the get or acquire it. Uh, sorry, so, so I, I stand corrected. Even if she does have the frame of mind, the awareness to know she's being divorced, so she's not completely insane. She just lost her mental capacity to, uh, sufficiently to give consent to the divorce. She did not lose capacity to know she's being divorced. Nevertheless, unlike a cherish, the woman who became a deaf mute, this woman who became a shoyta cannot be divorced. This is a matter the Chacham instituted to forbid divorcing her. Because we're worried about people who, who are uh, uh, inappropriate people uh, behaving inappropriately with her. She cannot protect herself. She's at the mercy of these, uh, of these inappropriate people who will, who will act with her inappropriately. A cheirish at least presumably can protect herself sufficiently and defend herself, but this a shaita can't. The fichan, therefore, what does a person do with his wife who becomes a shaita? You know, she's not considered mentally sufficient to, to live with, that he can't talk to her or have anything to do with her. Menicha, he leaves her as she is. Vinaysachres, he can marry a second wife if he wants to. But he does have to feed his first wife and care for her. As was that responsibility and clothe her, he is not, however, obligated to. Excuse me, he's chayv to feed her. He's not chayv in clothing her. He's not obligated to have marital relations with her. Why not? Excuse me. The person who's a normal person, it's not reasonable to to expect him to live with a insane individual or, or an individual who loses the, their mental faculties significantly in one home. Um, he's not chayv to heal her if she becomes sick he's not chayv to redeem her if she gets kidnapped by pirates um, the Ravid observes that um, seemingly many people who have been have you know become mentally incapacitated have been healed and therefore, why would, why, why would we not require the husband to send her to a psychiatrist, to a mental hospital, to a psychologist, or whatever, uh, a mental health counselor that would, that would be able to heal the woman? So that's an interesting observation. The Im Gerish, though, that's the rabbit's disagreement on this topic. He would say the husband has an obligation to try to heal her. The um, Gerisha, if he divorces her, she is divorced. Even though we said he's not allowed to, if he does so anyways, presuming that she's an individual who has the capacity to understand that she's being divorced, although not the capacity to uh, consent, the divorce is valid. He's a bad boy for doing the wrong thing. And he, in any event, can remove her from his house. He's not obligated to care for her. Um, this last statement is is not talking about a case where he transgressed and divorced her. He didn't divorce her, but he's doing what he's... He's basically supposed to, you know, check her into a uh, some kind of living center or old age home where they will take care of her and he has to pay for it, or at least pay for her food. But he's not high enough to live with her under the same roof.